In the wake of last year's power grab by Tunisian President Qais Saeed, yesterday, on Wednesday, March 30th, 2022, the majority of the illegally suspended Tunisian legislature met virtually and voted on one defiant piece of legislation. That piece of legislation legally passed with 116 votes out of 217, or just a little over 53%. That move led President Qais Saeed to dissolve parliament within less than a handful of hours after the boat move. Hello, this is Rami Akoub, Executive Director of the Tahrir Institute for Middle East Policy, also known as TIMEP. And to help us make sense of it all, today we are joined by Mohammed Dio El Hamami. Mohammed is a PhD candidate of political science at the Maxwell School of Citizenship and Public Affairs at Syracuse University. His research focuses on business and political elite dynamics in the MENA region. He also holds degrees from the Wazilian University, University of Tunis, and University of Carthage. Mohammed, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Mohammed, what happened yesterday and how it was planned for? Yesterday, the Tunisian parliament met for the very first time since President Qais Saeed was elected in 2019, decided to deploy the military and prevent members of the parliament from having access to the building and uh, to spend parts of the constitution and announce a state of exception. The purpose of the plenary session was to pass a law that would reverse all what he did, including uh, the dissolution of the Supreme Judicial Council, the suspension of the constitution and the suspension of the parliament activities. However, uh, after members of the parliament succeeded in passing this law, President Qais Saeed met with the National Security Council and decided to dissolve the parliament and uh, threatened to prosecute members of the parliament for a coup attempt. And what does that tell us about the political reality uh, and the spectrum in, in Tunisia? So the fact that uh, members of the parliament were able to gather the necessary amount of votes to pass uh, the law means that they are still able to engage in collective action and resist the power grab of President Qais Ayed. Uh, we used to think that uh, Nahda's party was isolated, but now we know that despite the competition that exists in what is seen as a pre-electoral period, they are still willing to cooperate together to limit the expansion of power of President Qais Saeed. And that's, I think, because Nahda has some 47 um, uh, seats in parliament at the moment? They used to have uh, 51 before July 25th. Uh, eight of them resigned. So out of the 116 uh, MPs who voted in favor of the law, only 40-ish were from Nahda. That's fascinating. Um, and this was a surprise to everyone, right? Yes, it was a surprise for people who were observing Tunisian politics, whether from within or from outside. Uh, and it was a big surprise for President Qaid Said himself. In fact, uh, two days ago, two days before dissolving the parliament, he made a speech during which he said that he cannot dissolve the parliament. But after um, the success of that plenary session, he changed his mind and he came up with a far 
far-fetched uh, interpretation of an article in the Constitution in one of the sections that he already suspended to um, to dissolve the Parliament. And even um, observers we saw reacting uh, by either rejecting uh, sides uh, uh, the solution of the Parliament or supporting it or um, calling for uh, early elections. So political parties also are discussing uh, what will be the next move. So it was a big surprise for so many actors, despite the fact that it was prepared in advance from conversation that I had with people uh, who were involved in the process. Amazing. And all things considered, is this the final blow to Tunisian democracy, in your opinion? Since uh, last summer, a lot of Tunisians um, and outside actors thought that uh, it was the end of Tunisia's democratic experience. Um, but when we look at the complex dynamic between elite actors, whether civilian or non-civilian um, inside the country, we can see that there is a lot of resistance. Uh, Said is still popular, yes, uh, but the majority of uh, political actors in Tunisia do not see their interests converging uh, with Saeed's um, uh, project or orientation. They are trying now to push him to organize uh, early election to prevent him from implementing his uh, unconventional political project. Uh, yes. And they are trying to bring back democracy. Mohamed, thank you so much for being here today. This is truly fascinating. All eyes are in Tunisia, and we look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you, Ami.